Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another incredible, stupendous, spectacular, amazing, the best podcast ever episode of the Real Film Nerds. With me as always, well, not always, most of the time, uh, all the way on the East Coast, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everybody. Mike, did you just put your down your beer? No. Oh. I was going to say, you never put down your beer. You're supposed to keep it in your hand the whole time. No, I usually do. So, Mike, what's happening? Uh, not much. Not much. Um, uh, just, uh, just enjoying life. Yeah. You enjoying the, uh, heat, the scuba diving, the drinking, the mountains. What are we talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the heat. Uh, it's, it's been warm over here on, uh, uh, the East coast. Really? Cause I think it's been snowing lately, hasn't it? Well, in different parts, it's been snowing. Oh, okay. Not in, uh, um, oh, crap. I even forgot what town we were using for where you live. Now I screwed it all up. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. There we go. Uh, no, it, it, it hasn't uh, snowed in intercourse lately. It, is it because you're on vacation somewhere warm, probably? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will stop getting so much off topic trying to get you to talk when I can tell you're clearly more concentrated on trying to remember how to pronounce the different actors' names in this movie. So, Mike, three months ago, I was cutting grass on my front yard. The mailman shows up with a letter from the Army. Now I'm here and no idea where I'm going to end up. That's a nice little quote from the film that we are talking about today. It's a World War II Nazi zombie movie called Overlord, not Wolfenstein 3D, which we will discuss. So, Mike, you want to give us the uh, rundown on the Wolfenstein 3D ripoff? Sure. Uh, I don't know why it's called Overlord either, but uh, anyway... Uh, I'm wondering if it has something to do with like that operation that happened before DD D Day DD D Day. I think that might have been called Operation Overlord when all the paratroopers were dropped in. Oh, okay. All right. I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to Google it. All right. Well. Uh, anyway, uh, the director was Julie Savory. The writer was uh, Billy Ray. Screenplay was Mark L. Smith, and the story was Billy Ray as well. It's starring uh, Jovan Adepo as Boyce, Wyatt Russell as Ford, uh, Matilde Oliver as Chloe, uh, Palau as Beak as Waifner, uh, John Magero as Tibbet, and Ian Day Chesticker as Chase. Um, and a small group of American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines 
on the eve of D-Day. So, that's Overlord. Okay, so Operation Overlord was just the code name for the Battle of Normandy, a.k.a. D-Day. Oh, okay. I guess that makes more sense then, because I couldn't figure out why the name of the movie was called Overlord. The Operation, commonly known as D-Day, which is the actual Normandy landings on the beach, is known as Operation Neptune. The Operation Overall, as in the Invasion and Battle of Normandy, is known as Operation Overlord. Okay, so that makes a little bit more sense. Because they dropped in, as you alluded to, they dropped in the evening before D-Day. Yes, yes they did. So, anyways, all right, Mike, do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, I can start it out. Um, go, go for it, man. Give us your first impressions of Overlord. So, so this movie is just all right. Um, there's not any particular thing that I can say that I didn't like about it. It just, like, I guess it's trying to blend some action and horror. And, you know, the action scenes were pretty cool. Like, it's pretty well done. I don't know. I guess it's just the story is just a little bit odd. And for me, and I love horror movies. I'm, I am the horror guy. It it just didn't have that that I don't know that that's something that makes it great, but it, it's not a bad movie. It was just okay. So um, yeah, that's that's what I thought about it. Now I will argue with you. I I, I thought it was just okay, but I on the brink of being a bad movie. I did find lots of, well, not lots of issues, but I did have my issues with it. The story is definitely one of them. The other one is how it's supposed to be like Nazi zombies, and you really don't get that many zombies in it. And when you do, they're not really that intimidating. The makeup is great, and that was kind of intimidating, but that was only mostly the last kind of, you know, I guess zombie character, maybe you would say. I don't know. Uh, I thought the acting was atrocious. Uh, I really thought it was rough, especially, and I I don't mind this actor. I like him. I like him in multiple roles he's done, including like Lodge 49 and stuff. But I thought the acting by Wyatt Russell was just awful. It was just so bad. It really just turned me off on the, to this whole movie. But I, you know, I also didn't like that it was a ripoff of one of our most beloved video games of all time. Basically, the video game that started all first-person shooters, Wolfenstein 3D. It's like, why didn't you just get the licensing for Wolfenstein and make a Wolfenstein movie? It would have been better. Yes, that that would have been better. Um, Yeah. Now, one thing I do have to say is that the beginning part, all the way up until about the time... uh, Okay, well, I don't want to ruin it. I'd say, like... Halfway through. I'd say like the first 45 minutes, mostly the war scenes were phenomenal, especially the opening scenes on the C-47 and stuff. I thought those were just spectacular. And you could tell J.J. Abrams had a major, major touch on that one. 
but they were some of the best kind of World War II airborne scenes I've ever seen in a movie. But that still doesn't mean the movie as a whole was good. Yeah, like this movie had moments that were like it 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 could have been a lot better movie. There there was a there was stuff in it, but I don't know. It just I don't know. It just it wasn't it wasn't a great movie. Yeah, it nothing special. You know, it, it had its moments that were interesting or fun or unique, but uh, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, there's been too many World War, World War II movies done that have been so good. That one that comes by that's mediocre seems even worse than mediocre. I don't know. I mean, just think about some of the most recent ones, iconic ones. You know, Saving Private Ryan and Glorious Bastards. You know, um, uh, recently, you know, Dunkirk. I mean, those were phenomenal World War II movies. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. All all those movies were, yeah, phenomenal. I mean, we we've, we've been spoiled. You know, I guess that's what it is. We've been spoiled, and they, I, you know, I like that they tried to push their boundaries and they tried to do a horror war movie, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It, you know, again, that's been a genre that's been around in the video game world for decades. But I just it just wasn't executed well. And again, maybe it's just because I wanted it to be better. I really wanted it to be like a, a four or five, you know, for me, and it's it's not up there. So Yeah. I mean it's not up there for me either. It uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like a, a I can't pinpoint exactly what I don't really like about it, but it's just not, I don't know. It's just not as, it's not as good as I would have liked. Um, it's, it's got some cool action in the beginning and the zombie stuff towards the end is all right, but it's not even that great. And maybe that's what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't have a clear identity of what it is. And I just, I don't know. I can't get it. Yeah. And there, there's also a lack of like character development as well. Like you have all these hate to say world war two tropes, but you have like the soldier and that dude always plays that guy. Who's like the dude from Queens or Brooklyn or whatever that has the thick New York accent that rubs everybody the wrong way. And it's like the same actor that does it. You had him. And then you had the main actor, um, Boyce, who is like the goody two-shoes, I want to save the world, I'm having a hard time pulling the trigger kind of guy. And then you have the hard-edged commanding officer and Wyatt Russell, who just doesn't give a shit and is going to do what he has to do. You know, there's a lot of, I hate to say World War II tropes, but that's kind of what it is. Well, they're almost like soldier kind of tropes. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way. Not necessarily yeah. uh, World War Two, but like even the, the guy who was um, Wyatt Russell's, uh, uh, what was his, what was he? Uh, a, Ford? Uh, Lieutenant Colonel or the, the, there was. No, no. Uh, the, the, no, he, he wasn't that high. He was like a uh, corporal. He was. He was still a, a NCO. Well, no, not an NCO. I think a corporal. No, 
I'm not going to screw that up. I'm going to get in trouble for that. He was not an officer. He is he is above the other guys, but he wasn't like a sergeant or something like that. No, no, no. The other guy who was above him, who was on oh on the, the dude on the on the plane. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. I don't I remember um, his rank. Uh, he was a uh, lieutenant. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the lieutenant. Even that, like all, all all those different tropes, like you said, like he was, he fit right in there as the, the, uh, you know, we got to give it all like the, the, I don't know, war cheerleader kind of, and, uh, I mean, that, I guess that's kind of how it is though. Cause you, but still, it's a trope. I mean, every movie does the same thing. Why can't you have an entire squad of guys that are all gung ho or all you know the Brooklynites or whatever? It always you have one of this and one of this and one of this and one of this and one of this. I mean, we're smarter than that. The audiences are smarter than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's true. It's true. I I don't know. But um, you're right. Uh, on a completely side subject, the uh, the makeup and stuff for this this movie was really well done. Yeah, no, that's not a side. That's that's for sure a good talking point. The makeup was very well done, especially the more horror stuff. It was it looked phenomenal. It looked really good. Yeah, I thought so as well. Um, I just wish this was a better story. Yeah, it just wasn't that great of a story. I wish the story was better, and I don't mean to rip Wyatt Russell a new asshole, but he should have done a better job, too. I don't know. He got better as the movie went along, but the first handful of scenes with him were just... They were just bad. I'm sorry, they were. They were just terrible. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I guess a lot of that's on the director because I imagine the director told him, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's hard to figure out what exactly went down when they were filming this, but yeah, because I mean, you know, he's a good actor. He's not like a tippy top actor you know he's not a super a-list actor but he's he's up there he's known for some of the roles he's done he's done a good job and this just it uh it didn't work for me it just did not so all right mike well before we get uh too into spoiler territory because i've come close i i think you might have come close a couple times too but uh let's do it let's uh let's pay our dues mike how does Overlord relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right. So um, a character in this who plays uh, Chase is uh, Ian uh, Chasticker. Oh, I got it. Chasticker uh, is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And as Agent Fitz. Yeah, as Agent Fitz, yeah. And yep. and uh, that is how it relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep, because Agents of, C- of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even though it's on television. Yes, that is true. Do you watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all, Mike? Uh, I have not really watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't really have cable and haven't really watched a lot of things as they come out. Well, neither do I, but I still I have the same thing you do, but I still log in and watch on like Hulu or DirecTV Now or whatever. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one that I do kind of like. Maybe it's just because I've stuck with it since the beginning. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has had, you know, really, really, really good, smart, fun seasons. And it's had a couple really bad seasons. And as you were alluding to earlier, Mike, before we started recording, you thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was canceled. Now it was going to be canceled. They announced that it was going to be canceled. But I'm not sure if... In filming the most recent season, which was going to be their final season, or in getting the script or whatever, they renewed it. They announced it a few days ago that it has been renewed for, I think, either a sixth or a seventh season. Oh, yeah. I totally did not know about that at all. I was like, oh, I thought it got canceled. And I have to say, the most recent season on television, which I don't remember uh, which number it is, was actually pretty good. It started out kind of rough. And it really gets kind of wild, like really wild. There's lots of space stuff and things, but I it ended pretty good, and I kind of liked it. I, I did. I, I might be in the minority on that one, but I kind of liked it. I thought it was fun. Well, so, well that, that's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, it's been on for several years, and you're still liking it, so that's good. Well, the most recent season, like I said, there's been a couple that have been, you know, I was like, man, I should stop watching this show. But I persevered. I made it through. And actually, I think um, the seasons, except for the most current season, are all on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh okay. So if I have like uh, extra 60 hours to kill, I can uh, watch them? Yeah, I don't know if there's that many episodes, but maybe. Like, um, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit. Like, probably one of my most favorite, the, the season wasn't the greatest, but they introduced a Ghost Rider into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And now, I know what you're thinking, Mike. No, it was not Johnny Cage. It was not um, Nick Cage's Ghost Rider who rides motorcycles. It's the more modern uh, Ghost Rider who drives a car. Oh man, I was totally thinking Nick Cage, man. You, uh, yeah. No, it was. I'm, I'm spacing on the 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 character's name, but he's a, a Mexican dude who works in an auto shop, and he's a huge fan of like hot rod. Well, I guess you'd say classic muscle cars, not hot rods, and that's what he does. Instead of riding around on a motorcycle, he's like he has this big tricked out muscle car that turns into you know his quote unquote flame horse and it's actually pretty pretty fun i really liked the introduction of him and that season when they had that going people were just eating it up man they were just eating it up everybody was turning in to watch that and then the you know it fell apart again but anyways enough about agents of shield let's um let's crack your medicine open and do some uh spoilers here mike all right yep let's do it so, yeah, what spoilers should we talk about? Because uh I don't 
I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, it was, you know, it was bad. <laughs> the the Nazi zombies, I guess, really didn't come off to me as zombies. Um, yeah. No, so uh I don't know. It like another one of those tropes that we didn't really mention earlier was uh somehow in these war movies and I've seen so many there's always a guy who can speak whatever language they need to. Uh, oh yeah, translator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what? Really? There's there's a guy who just speaks French. Who's you know? There's out of the 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 plane of survivors, which is there's what five. Yeah, out of probably twenty five people. Yeah, out of, out of twenty five people. The five people that survive, one guy actually just speaks French, like fluently. Oh, yeah, no problem. No one knew about it. It's fine. Yeah, no one knew he spoke French, but he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was bad. That was really bad. And then if, if he was talking about if he said he spoke French from the islands in, like, uh, like, like, like uh, Haiti or whatever... His French would not be the same. It's like it's like more like Creole, which is like a mix between Spanish and French. But uh, yeah, whatever. That's fine. We 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 just we accept it. We move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It just it. There was like. There was like love scene, kinda, or I don't know, like. Oh, the rape, the like partial rape scene kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, there was that, and like I don't know, it was just well, and the little, I don't, the little boy, like I, I mean, I kind of ended up liking him, but he's just always like hanging out with everyone, like the Americans, like play baseball. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous, and he was the one that dropped the baseball down the stairs that got everyone's attention. I and uh. I guess I'm gonna expand on a little bit that whole story of the aunt who has been infected with whatever this thing is. They tested him on whatever, and how the girl and then her brother are all living under one roof. That whole storyline was just kind of just dumb. I, I don't know. It didn't do a lot for me. I understand what they're trying to do, you know, with Matilda and you know who played Chloe where they needed the somewhere to hide and all that other stuff. But still, it just, they kept building up the tension. And then that's how you meet the officer who becomes the big badass, you know, zombie at the end. But he's not a zombie. He's really alive. And it's, I don't know, man. It just was all over the place, you know? And then she knows how to shoot all these guns and she's a badass in her own right. And it's like, no, she's not. She's like a farm girl, you know? Yeah, no, she's supposed to be a veterinarian, or just about to be a veterinarian, and then, and then, what's up with her aunt? We just like we don't even right. deal with it. Like it's a weird. Uh, I don't know, man. There's 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 strange things in the story. Like it, it had some cool stuff, but it definitely had a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, like. Uh, one scene that I did like that I thought was kind of interesting is when they were testing the, the serum or whatever on the people and the doctor's walking up and he's like looking through like, uh, people and stuff to see what, 
the zombie is doing to whatever the hell he just put in there or whatever. I thought that was kind of a really nice, unique scene because that felt scary. You heard the noises, you heard the banging, you heard the, you know, murdering basically or whatever was going on, but you didn't see it. That's like a classic kind of really good horror movie kind of like way to tell a story. And that worked well. I really liked it. It was shot well too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Like it, it helps build suspense because you don't know what's going on. But there was not a lot of that in this movie, and it was yeah, I don't know. If you're right, and it was kind of all over the place on certain aspects. Well, and I don't mean to rip the writers a new one a little bit too, but here's another one that I was I'll talk about a little bit is so there's this comic book that my buddy at my comic book shop who's no longer there but he's uh one of the hosts of the blue milk podcast his name is bj he turned me on to it and it's one of his most favorite comic books in the world now don't get me wrong this comic book is not for anyone under the age of 18 it is graphic as hell but it is an alternate universe that takes place in world war ii where a lot of the story is similar to this story where they're experimenting on soldiers and they find this liquid or they're able to make this liquid into something and they can uh, inject people with it and some of the people it works and some of the people it kills them like really horrifically and they transform into these wicked super soldiers and they have the battles of these super soldiers and then the comic book not to ruin too much of it but in the comic book that's how like the world war ii is being extended is because the nazis are the ones that figured out how to do all this stuff and they have these crazy ass super soldiers that are literally taking out like thousands of troops at once you know and like one failed swoop and stuff so a lot of this story in this movie I think they ripped off of that comic book as well because, you know, in this, they're like, oh, well, they're zombies, but they're not really zombies. I mean, sure, they injected um, uh, that one dude, uh, Chase, uh, played by uh, Ian uh, de Kastiker. Yeah. Like, they inject him after he's dead and he's up, but he's still not really a zombie. Like, he does some crazy-ass shit. He's still talking like a normal person, and then he, like, starts banging his head into shit and getting all crazy. It still didn't come off as a zombie. It came off of more like a scientific experiment than like a zombie. Yeah, that's true. I know. What's your feelings about that? Well, in the movie, they they said that, you know, you don't ever use a serum on anybody who's alive. So normally they, they would have done that to somebody who's dead. And so maybe that explains some of it. Some of the the way that things went, but I don't know. It was, it was weird. It was definitely weird. All right. Well, Mike, do you have anything else you want to add about overlord before we start jumping into our uh, reviews or our ratings? Sorry. Uh, no, no, I, I, I thought a lot of the world war two scenes stuff was cool, but, uh, yeah, uh, some of the rest of the stuff it could have been could have been better. Like, um, I don't know, some of the horror stuff. Uh, it, it was good for what they did, but 
I don't know. I guess it's more the story then. I guess it's the story. I wish the story was better. It could have been. They just didn't want to license Wolfenstein, I guess. That's it. Yeah, they should have. Because I haven't played the most modern Wolfenstein. I actually own it. It was my birthday present last year. I haven't played it. Sorry, Frank, if you're listening to this. But um, it has a pretty decent story. Like, even the modern Wolfensteins are pretty good stories. They really are. Then I think Bethesda is the one that puts them out. And Bethesda has done a lot of really great games, like Fallout and Skyrim and stuff like that. But um, just give them some money and get the name, you know? I'm sure ID Software would love it. I'm sure they would just be all in, you know? Because they're, they're pretty cool guys. But anyways... Um, I agree. I really liked the beginning part with all the war stuff, especially when they're flying in the C-47. I think that was like the best scene of the movie, man. That's one of the best scenes I've ever seen of paratroopers in World War II where they're getting shot up and the planes falling apart and they're trying to get the hell out of the airplane and one dude didn't make it and he got sucked into one of the engines. And I mean, it was just, it was done so good, man. And I was like, oh, this movie's going to be great. This is going to be fun. And then the instant they're on the ground and they find that house and they go in, it just kind of goes to shit for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that airplane scene was really cool. It was really cool. And it, it, it gave you the the feeling of what it was like to be involved in that kind of situation. And it's like, Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, look, they're looking at the it's unreal. Yeah, they're looking at the windows, and the plane next to them is literally exploding. You know, I mean, it was it was intense. And before all of a sudden they start taking fire, they're all just sitting there bullshitting and pissing and moaning, complaining like normal people. And then all of a sudden they start taking fire, and then like, oh shit, this is real. It's on. You know, we're we're in serious trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. It it was they did that so well. I mean, they set the bar so high just right out of the gate, and it just the rest of the movie just did not live up to that even one scene. It did not. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I think we played it a lot together. Do you remember Medal of Honor Airborne mm-hmm. on uh, Xbox uh, 360? I think. Yeah. You remember playing that a lot? I, I think I played it a lot with you. I don't know if I remember that one. Okay. It was it was like, you know, it was better, you know, it was like the last decent Medal of Honor game. Most of them kind of went to shit, but that one was kind of fun because you're a paratrooper and you're jumping out. It reminded me a lot of that video game. I kind of like that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, cool. All right, Mike. So let's do it. How many reels do you give Overlord? Uh, well... Um, just cause it was okay. I think I'm going to give it two and a half reels. It was, uh, it was okay. And it could have been a lot better, I think, but yeah, for me, it was just okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was worse than okay. Cause you know, for me, okay as a C, which is like three reels. Yeah. But this is not a C. This is not a C in my world. Oh, yeah? So the, what, 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 are, you, are you going two? How many reels? I give it a... Yeah, I give it two reels. It's a D. Ooh, it's a D. Oh, man. And the only reason For once, it's a D... you're harsher than me. 
Yeah. And well, no, I've been harsher than you a couple times. But um the only the biggest reason why it even got to a, a D or a two, because I was thinking going lower, is that whole opening scene was just so good. The story was just bad, the acting was rough. It just ripped off too many things that I know and love. So, so if there wasn't a good opening scene, would this been like a one reel or is this like a half oh, yeah. a reel or what are we, what oh, are we yeah. talking about? No, no. If you take out that opening scene with the C-47 and everything and you just start with them like on the ground, I'd give it a one for sure. Wow. Wow. All right. I, I know that's contradictory to what a lot of critics have said. No. But I just... It's it. This movie just did. I expected more. I guess that's that's what it is. The story is that important to me. Yeah, the makeup was good. The acting was mediocre. Some of the actors did well. Some of the actors did really bad. But the story, as I've alluded to in the past, is the most important thing for me. If it's not a good story, it's not a good movie. This is not. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No. I. No. It's. It's interesting to hear you. Yeah. No, I like it. All right, Mike. So you want to tease him on what we're going to be talking about on Thursday? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it is a uh, uh, tributary, right? Those are the Netflix or Amazon movies, like the movies that are just kind of like straight to. That's a that's a tributary, right? Yeah, the streaming-only movies, or well, not TV shows yet. We haven't gotten that far. But yeah, the streaming-only movies where the main platform that it came out on, or the platform that it came out on first, is an online-only. So like, say, uh, if YouTube has a movie, or Netflix, or Amazon Prime, or say, uh, Showtime, or Stars or one of those, has a streaming-only movie, that's a tributary. Yeah, so... We're going to do a tributary uh, coming up, and uh, it's this movie on Netflix called Outlaw King. And essentially, it's kind of like the sequel to Braveheart. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, um, well, I don't want to give out any reviews yet, but I'm excited to talk about it. Well, great. I'm excited to watch it and talk about it too, Mike. <laughs> that didn't sound as excited as I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sound as excited as you. All right. Let's do this thing, Mike. All right. There, that was better. That was better. Woo! <laughs> uh, now that I've deafened our four listeners. Yeah, yeah. Keep up that fake enthusiasm. I love it. Oh, dude. I know. I'm excited to watch it. I'm just so hip deep and work and life and look i would rather stay home and watch movies all day and then talk about them or write about them well no i don't want to write about them i can if i have to but all right mike well before we close out our show don't forget to check out all of our sister podcasts you know you got the blue milk podcast over on youtube those guys are awesome Make sure to check out Mr. Mile High Show's show, The Mile High Show. That's my buddy, Matt Santos. You know, my buddy, uh, uh, Dave Beatty, talking the comic books on Rogues Radio. Um, I'm missing one or two. Uh, oh, yeah, Code 3. Code 3 by my buddy, Scott Orr, all about the firefighter stuff. Okay, uh, you want to talk about um, the, the signals? 
Uh, yeah, Signals AZ. Definitely check out Signals AZ. They are helping us out. They're putting us out there every Tuesday and Thursday. For those of you who do not subscribe to us on iTunes or Google or Stitcher or TuneIn or any of the other many podcast apps out there, Podbean and such, um, you can always listen to it on their site if you are a Prescott Valley, Prescott local person. We're on there too. So, you know, make sure and support them. Follow them on Facebook, like them, you know, and then do the same for us. You know, that's one thing that uh, helps us out a lot. And it doesn't cost you anything. If you can rate and review us on iTunes, that is where we develop the most traction still to this day. So do us a favor. Go leave us a review on iTunes. Go give us a rating. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad. We, of course, we would prefer good, but doesn't matter. We want just help us out. We're trying to get some listeners here. So yeah, we we would just like to hear back from you every once in a while. Just let us know how we're doing. You know, whatever. Yeah, or email us too. You can email us. You know, nerds at Real Film Nerds or. Mike at Real Film Nerds or Matt at Real Film Nerds. And remember, that's R-E-E-L, not R-E-A-L. So, all right. With that, Mike, uh, I think we got everything covered. I, I I can't believe we talked this much about Overlord. But, uh, hey, whatever. <laughs> we got some other good topics in there like Uber and Wolfenstein and yeah, uh, video games. And, yeah, we're I'm a giant nerd. I know you're not anymore, but I am. <laughs> well, I... I don't know if I'm, yeah, well, I, I'm not, I don't play as many video games as I used to, but, uh, you know, I still remember all this stuff. And anyway, <sighs> dude, I'm going to, uh, you know, if I had the money, I dead serious. If I had the money, I would buy you a freaking Xbox one on black Friday and send it to you. I would. All right. All right. Well, that, but I don't have the money. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I need to go turn some more tricks on the street corner. Yeah, well, you made it out to my wedding, so that's fine. You've yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so the parts I remember. Yeah, my liver still hurts. <laughs> you just didn't do your liver stretches well enough. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? See, I saw you and Ryan and everybody else doing their stretches. You know, is that that low? That's that low squat, right? <laughs> is that the? That's the liver stretch? <laughs> yeah, you just got to get those low squats and just... Oh, no, deep squat. Yeah, That's what he yeah, called it, deep, deep squat. <laughs> I'm afraid if I got that deep squat, I wouldn't get the hell up. <laughs> All right. I'd have to waddle waddle over to the, you know, yeah, anyways. Well, I guess uh, with that, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, Ryan, and uh, you know, we're working on our deep squats. <laughs> good thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie